What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mike and Max Off-Road Podcast, brought to you by Keep It Simple Off-Road. I'm your host, Mike Austin. And I'm Max Krauss, taking you from the garage to the trail. Legitimately. Kaboom! Oh, yeah, because you were on the trail. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the garage. Oh. See? I got true. garage updates, and you got trail updates. Perfect. Yeah, I think so. All right, we got to go uh, R- rock, pa- ro- rock, paper, scissor on who goes first. Okay, ready? One, two, two three. Oh, two scissors. One, two, three. That's oh. a scissor. I don't uh, know what that is. That's paper. <laughs> oh, that's a knife hand. That's paper. Oh, Wait, does paper have to be flat? You can't do an up and down paper? Well, I had three scissors, and you had a paper. <laughs> we clearly hand. don't do this very often. Knife hand. Yes. Oh, knife hand crushes scissor. So that means I win. <laughs> so I win. That means you go first. Oh, okay. Oh, you get to choose. Yeah. Ah, nice. Well, I went out with um, Radmigo and his buddy Tom in that Pepe. Yeah, Pepe. I yeah. like that guy. That, that truck's really cool. And all those guys have like doublers and cool stuff now. Yeah, they do a lot hubs. of G- G- MGM, MGM fabrication. Isn't that who no, we're talking I know what you're talking about. Joe. The oh. guy Joe. Uh, GMG. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. he I, he was supposed to come out, and I think he ended up having like an issue with work, and um, they just kind of mentioned it like he was supposed to show up, and you know that beep, yeah, you know, and you know how people get, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that no one said anything bad about him, he, I think he just had to work. Something came up, I don't know. But um, we went out to this area called Dupont Cabin, Dupont Cabin, which is an actual cabin, and it's way out there somewhere, and um. Dave, who's uh, Radmigo, yeah. he actually called the trail organization, T-R-A-L. Okay. Because oh, you, yeah. know, you know how everything along the 87 and Tonto is closed, mm-hmm. which I had kind of forewarned him because we had seen all the gates closed and all that stuff. He's like, no, I know people, you know. Nice. And, and he, he knows people. So he, <laughs> so he called the people he knows. And they said <laughs> the Four Peaks area is open, which is like a big, it's one oh, of the good. main ways to go through it, you know. But it's only open... To like where people air down, <laughs> and then oh, the like way 10 feet off, and then the way we needed to go was yeah. closed again. So we had to like come back out, hit the eighty-seven, oh, which, which is like a freeway. You know, uh, we already aired down the whole thing, aired back up. You go to that parking lot, literally yeah. like twenty yards no, in. It was like a mile in. Oh. There's a secondary one. Oh right, where we met um, the guy in the green jeep yep. last time we wanted to do Sandy Bees. Oh yeah, can't say it. Remember SB. Sp- <laughs> the flooded area. Yeah. So I, that's why I was hoping. I was hoping it was open again Mm-mm. so I could watch everyone go. This, <laughs> um, so we had to air back up, and then it was like 40 miles or something. Like we went up to the 188, and I never realized. I thought the 188 like went out somewhere. Like, like towards north. Roosevelt and stuff. Yeah, it, it cuts back south. Yeah. So we basically drove around Four Peaks versus going over it, yep. which probably is like a big saver on gas. You know, yeah, but damn, hindsight. that's a long way, bro. Is around, it? yeah. Oh, around, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was like 20, 30 <clears throat> miles to the one eighty eight, and yeah. another twenty south, or it's almost as long to get clear up on the rim. Yeah. for that turn, that's yeah. the same you're basically, amount of travel time. Um, yeah, you're just outside of Payson at that point. Yeah, the, you know the one eighty eight, and so then we rode way back down, and then there's this cool little town. They had like a little um, farmers market. Oh, I mean, I didn't stop, but I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice farmer's market. Whoa, cool guy. I like and your then, broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, finally we got out there onto the dirt road. Air down again. You know, I got my issue with the drive shaft, so I had to put the drive shaft back together. Right. Not an issue, but I always take it out for uh, highway driving so yep. my Jeep doesn't burn to the ground like yeah. like 1.0. Yep. You know, I don't want to burn down 2.0. <laughs> and um, finally we get out there. 
And it was actually the I want to say the first third of it was like pure like silt and dust and it sucked, you yeah. know? It, it was just like for how scenic it is, it really sucks when like you can't see anything cuz there's a dust wall and like I had to stop a few times yeah. cuz there was three of us and I was in the back. And um you know between like the dust that you're following and the dust that my Jeep shoots into Jeep. the cab from the back. <laughs> so that the first part wasn't so it was really nice out and temperature everything was nice. It was perfect yesterday. Just you couldn't see like the scenery of it, you know, for like a little overlanding type trip. That yeah. was kind of a bummer. But um as soon as we did that first third and like went through this gate into like the wilderness area, it got all rocky and nice and cool. Nice. And then no more dust cuz we're like in four low. Well, you know, those guys are on like four low, low. They, are, <laughs> do they low, 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 low and crawl no. between everything? Oh, no, no, no. They're, they're they were actually sure. cruising uh, pretty fast. I was like, I don't know how Rad Migo's kidneys could take it being on leaf springs, you know? Dude, tell me about and, um, it. <laughs> well, right. You're, you're going to graduate from that soon. That's right. Leaf springs are for poor people now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you need the shirt from Angel. Doesn't yeah. he make it? He does, but soon, yeah, as soon as I'm on, I should just order that shit right now. Yeah. Actually, yes, Angel. Just, just to taunt people that's right like you you know what it was like <laughs> that's right <laughs> i used to be poor like you peasants yeah uh, but i mean double x the rest of that trip really it's was black. just um bouldery areas like 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 when we left um the Payson area mm-hmm. after that big triple waterfall you know yeah. like we're just cruising roads it's bumpy it's oh, this okay. it's that but we found another cool wash that's really hidden Ooh. and we um geotagged it so we can either come in the same way or go around from Roosevelt area. Yeah. And um, we want to actually plan that one out for a future trip, but with camping. With camping, yeah. Well, you it's have so to. big. And um, so we just geotagged a bunch of them and hiked some of it just to check it out. There's some cool waterfalls in there. Really? Like really challenging ones with like a boulder at the top that makes it look really crappy. Super intimidating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like you could make the waterfall, but you can't climb the boulder that's the size of your Jeep at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's always scary when it's at the top. There's some cool stuff out there for sure. Nice. Um, and actually one of the truck, the track we are following was from Bobby Nelson. Oh, okay. That's how Dave, I, I think he's done it before or he's wanted to do it before. Dude. But, um, so was it a real legit track? Like did Bobby actually do it this time or did he get (laughs) fucked? Kind of like I did. Well, I mean, we went out to like someone's private ranch and had to fucking turn around (laughs) So, yeah, um, I think Bobby's done a lot of uh, like uh, Google Earth tracking. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? A, because when I did that big loop in Payson, it was very evident that nobody had been on that yeah. track for a long time. I didn't have the track on my phone for Gaia. Yeah. I know Dave did, so we, I should ask him if we're actually following the track or if it. You know how the lines go like straight? Yeah, they're all straight lines. Yeah, they're, they're just little. Wherever you drop a pin, it connects straight. Yeah, it's a cool area though. But, was it know, pine trees or is it low desert? Or high it's a mix. Um, we were definitely around like 6,500 feet most yeah. of the time. I just looked it up earlier on my Gaia app. So most of the trip is at 6,500 feet, which is not like – it's pretty high. Yeah, like, that's that's up there. Mm-hmm. It's cooler. Could you camp at the cabin? I mean, it looks like it, yeah, but is, it's, it's is, creepy. I was going to say, is it vacant? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's not a, like a cabin that you would rent. It's oh, okay. like, let's say like 50 years ago, someone might have lived there. Yeah. Or like a hundred years ago, someone might have lived there. Oh, there's carpet in it. So how long? How long ago? Somebody's squatting right now. No, like they oh. lined it. The floor, the walls, they lined everything with carpet to insulate <laughs> Furry it. Furry walls. What's that? 
Yeah, or the, the on drugs with yeah. the, the Jeffrey thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a Russell Brand thing, right? Very wild. Yeah. I forget what that movie is called. Yeah, that was pretty funny. The, the cabin's cool. I'm, I'm sure you could camp there because it was like a nice, big, wide open area. And um, there's a big fire pit there, too. Oh, and nice. And we, we just hung out for like 20, 30 minutes. Um, you know, we all just brought our own food and did like a little mini lunch real quick. Right. And then kind of headed out. And that's when we ran into that private property and had to backtrack out. I mean, there's multiple signs that says, don't go here. Was it supposed to be a loop? No, no, it's not a loop. Okay. It's it start um, from the 89 and end in like Globe. Oh, shit. Which, so we did about, I recorded about 80 miles. But a throughway. Well, you weren't supposed to turn around. It's a th- it's it was a supposed to be through. It's a through, yeah. Oh, good call. So I did about 80 miles t- from where we started the trail to the first available gas station. Wow. Which, you know, where we started the trail, don't forget, like, we air- we got gas at that Chevron off the 87. Yeah. So, like, not only do we go out to Four Peaks, mess around, air down, drive back out, air back up. And there's nothing up, between there. And then do another 50 miles before the 80 miles off-road. So when you're going down the 188, there's a couple of those little, uh, ca- you know, there's a couple of gas stations in that yeah. little town but we down didn't there. Air- we didn't you get just gas. Didn't think. Wow. So, and I luckily I had, like, two gallons in my gas can just from a previous trip. Yeah. And I took it just... Because I kept asking you know. Dave, you know, I was like, <laughs> I was like, how much, you know, how long is it? Like, because I know I am limited, you know, I can only go like 130 miles, really, yeah. with off road, you know, and like going slow and yeah, and really, you don't even know, like, if you yeah. got stuck into some heavy rock crawling wash, like yeah. on the Rubicon, even, I burned through almost a full tank of gas on the Rubicon. Yeah. So what is the Rubicon? 13 miles? I think it's 17. Se- that was oh, it. And yeah. So twice, 17 miles. Yeah. Uh, was 32, that 20, 34, yeah, 30. So let's say 40 miles with a little, whatever, yeah. uh, idling to warm it up or yeah. whatever. And yeah. And it was, cause remember we topped off in the parking lot yeah. at whatever. Yeah. We had the gas cans and yeah. we were just dumped everything in, filled everything up and then went all the way to the observation point, turned around and came back Yeah, and I was coasting to the gas station. Yeah. You know, That's what I did. Yeah. I luckily <laughs> at the very end, um, when you get back on the 188, cause yeah. that's kind of where we kicked out. Just w- on the opposite end of the earth, you know? Yeah. But um, luckily, there was like a three-mile steep downhill. I mean, I had been on E for like a good 10 miles, like with the light on. Yeah. And usually when the light comes on, you got like five, ten minutes. Oh, you know? really? <laughs> like it's not. Your light works, huh? <laughs> it, but the light works, but I mean, I wish it came on a little sooner. My, <laughs> my float doesn't go. It'll go to E, and I still got a good 50 miles left. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's scary when it's setting on E. Yeah. When um, I did... I went from my, our house or this house, <clears throat> excuse me, and I met up in or met up with Gabe, uh-huh. right? And we went to do Smiley Rock Trail, and I was running super late as usual. Of course, they're all lined up, ready to go. Like they're literally in the cars, getting ready to leave as I pull in, and then, and I just did a loop and I didn't fill up. I went in. We did yeah. Smiley Rock, and when we were coming, we went into Jerome, and as we were coming back into Cottonwood for some yep. reason. Dude, same thing. All down Jerome, man. I was coasting off. Uh-huh. You have to. Because I was out, out. <laughs> and you know how my Jeep backfires pretty good once oh, in a while? Yeah, dude. The gunfire. <laughs> Everybody's it's like, ducking. It's like a military weapon gunfire, though. Uh, like, it's... Uh, Dave said he felt it. Like, the, the shockwave. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it, it fucking rippled through his Jeep. <laughs> you could totally... It's... I can't believe it's so loud. Why? It, it's got to be the know. exhaust. I mean, once I... It never backfired, and... um. Or not that I remember, and ever since I redid the exhaust, like I did two into one, yeah. it must like hold 
a lot of back fu- pressure fumes and and some pressure in there yeah. to where it can ignite when, and i mean it's a cannon of a backfire dude when i'm when i'm <laughs> when i'm coasting down some of the tight windy trails on the harley it does that too oh yours does your yeah, harley it, it, it just like loads up and then boom yeah. that thing grenades man i was like holy shit <laughs> dude it's so loud it must be you. an old engine cuz my my harley's got a lot of miles on it now oh, you know? okay. so i think it might be a tired yeah. engine thing or maybe I'm pushing too much fuel pressure into it because I oh. do use a JK pump, you know? I don't know. I don't know For some know. reason, there's a lot going past it. And <laughs> dude, this this thing backfires once in a while. So good. You don't even know when it's coming, huh? You no. can't make it happen. No. <laughs> um, I think I could. Oh. I think So I'd have to be going downhill, fully off the gas pedal, and um, you, maybe in like fourth or fifth gear, and I need it to be like um, using – it needs to be running super efficient, basically. Yeah, not revved out. Not yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, maybe like two, two thousand, twenty five hundred RPM. Yep. And maybe even like slowing down somehow. Yep. And then you build up like just a good one. Yeah. Like- That's exactly <laughs> when it happens. Because even on the Harley, it's the same way. If yep. I'm if I'm up a gear and I'm sitting around like yeah, four or five thousand. Yeah. If I'm pulling, like, no, no whoa. way. I'm, I'm yeah. using enough gas or. I, yeah. I don't know exactly. <laughs> yeah, if you go downhill with engine braking, that's high revs. Exactly. You're okay. But yes. if you're low revs, you're effed. Yes. Boom, boom. That's yep. funny. <laughs> and it, it just, it, and it makes me laugh every time. It scares the shit out of me, and it makes me laugh every time. Yeah. <laughs> but the, um, the best are the side people when you, somebody happens to be next oh, to yeah. it, and they're all yeah. ducking, like, what the, what the hell, man? Um, but when, once you get out of the actual <laughs> trail, it's like 40 miles to get to globe oh it's insane wow of, of like way down there half half of it is uh dirt road and half of it's about like paved concrete yeah but it's super smooth dude i was just drifting all of it like it, it's total like windy roads super awesome dirt and well maintained right but there's a lot of like dust on the road Too bad you didn't have that in there no way. You didn't need it, dude. I was going like 30, 40 miles an hour around these 180-degree turns. It just slid perfect, dude. And you just got to steer, like, correctly, you know? And Yeah. Uh, so I just pointed at that. That is his, oh, uh, e-brake. his e-brake, but it's like a hydraulic e-brake. So you could use it as, like, a drift brake. Yeah. So the um, – Yeah, no one knows. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, right that there. over there. What's that? I forget it's hey, not can, on video. Can you hand me that? Yeah. The uh, – so um, – when you're talking about steering, when I had so I put the old steering box back on my Jeep that is four to one or four and a yes. half lock to lock. That's the one that's like a school bus, right? You yeah, gotta keep turning and turning and turning. It, but it's got tons of torque in it, you know. Yes. So, but when I had the three on there, three lock to lock, dude, uh-huh. I could control it so much better in the slides. Yeah. And well, because it's it's minimal movement. Yeah. Like a small movement has a big reaction, right? You, it's almost a natural instinct to know when to stop the sl- steering into the slide, yeah. and now it's like. Anywhere in two and a half turns, <laughs> you <laughs> know what turns. I mean? Because that's what Dude. it takes to get from the center. You need uh, hashtag Rich Russ's steering ball. Yeah, so you'd be like, oh, oh, oh. you know, Dude, I'm doing a steering. Motion, I would. My hands so. would be so sweaty. I'd fly <laughs> off of that ball and punch myself right in the face. <laughs> I have one on a forklift, dude. You know they used to all do right. that shit all the time. But the uh, yeah. So the, all right. So so you come. You end up in Globe, yeah. and then ships. no, not even the gas station was like. 26 miles before globe luckily i've so we got back on the 188 because i needed gas so bad yeah and the closest gas station was about 12 miles away when globe was like 25 yeah so we had to like kind of go out of the way to get gas sooner and then head back out Hmm. so i I drove another 120 miles from that gas station to get home which so now i'm almost out of gas again wow (laughs) but your tank's dinky yeah it's 10 gallons what'd you say 130 Mm-hmm. 
miles you can get. We have to fix that for the UA. Mm-hmm. It's got to be able to do 165. And well, even then, what happened to 150? That's always been 165, hasn't it? God, who made that number? Maybe it is 150. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's 65 miles an hour minimum. Shit, I have an idea though, where I want to run like a little tank somewhere that's hidden and just put a little pump in it, and I got all these little AN fittings on my yeah. fuel cell, and I'm just gonna run. I'm just I'll flip just a switch, flip a switch, up. and pump five gallons in it. Damn, that's a good idea. Because mm-hmm. running a bigger tank, it just doesn't fit. You know, it'll like it'll start to yeah, lean. You have into a the... split tank. Yeah, that's a genius idea. Mm-hmm. Filling it might be a little Dude, pain in the butt. Neighbor but... Jim. He he, you know he's got his jet skis, mm-hmm. and he put a big hundred gallon tank on the tongue of his jeep, or mm-hmm. uh, a tongue of his trailer for the jet skis. Yeah, and he bought a little tiny pump, comes in a case and everything. You know, like, dude, you, we could wire up any pump, any yeah. regular pump to pump that over, and it's got a little hose. And but he does it as a siphon. You plop it in the gas. It would work perfect for this. Really, and it's a kit for I'm like just, fifty bucks. I'm just trying to find something like a um, a marine style tank that yeah. is like like has great reviews. And I can keep in the cab, you know. Dude, why don't you look into like small racing aluminum ones? Mm-hmm. They're just weird shapes. Yeah. They're usually like these big cubes. Yeah. So I, I, I originally wanted one that like to put it under the seat, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Nobody wants to sit on five gallons of liquid death. Dude, you, know? you look at Shannon Campbell's ultra racing car. His seat is the gas tank. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It sits right behind him, and they custom fit it to go under him. Yeah. Like, it's under him, so. Well, you're right. You, we're not Shannon Campbell. <laughs> exactly. We're not that kind of fabricator. I, I'm trying to keep it safe too, you know. But yeah. I, I thought that'd be way easier than ordering like another like you know three four hundred dollar fuel cell. I was thinking if you had anything um, like a thin, a really thin square one that you could put underneath somewhere, you know, because mm-hmm. you only need what like five gallons. Tops. Five gallons would be great. Yeah. Then I really would have fifteen gallons and. Uh, That'd be great. And I, I think I get about 12, 13 miles to the gallon right now. So That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I get 12.4 no matter what. Yeah, I could be hauling ass revved out and still 12.4 or coasting at 12.4. Mm-hmm. But I have a we. I, my tank was built for 20 gallons, but with all the crap in it from the baffles and shit, it's, it'll actually hold 18 and a half gallons, I yeah. think. So. Which is great. Yeah, I can do – well, we did 195 miles through the mountains, and it never did quit. Yeah. So – and then we put it in the five gallons. That's mode. awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I wish I would have known a 15-gallon fuel cell is not 15 gallons. Right. I think there should be a disclaimer on every website in the whole world. Well, once you says, add the in-tank fuel pump and all that other crap, it hogs some spots. Five gallons? Have you seen a five-gallon jug no. and my fuel pump, dude? Like, <laughs> how in the like, world? Like, combine this koozie yeah. and your can, that's my fuel pump. How is that possible, even? Yeah. What? How does it not fit? I don't know. Maybe the outside, they just measure the outside dimension. Yeah, I have yeah, no but, idea. Okay, even if it's quarter inch thick, yeah. you're not talking. Yeah. it's it's It has something to do with fuel cell measurements. Like when they do like, you know, my fuel cell is 30 inches by 12 by 9. Yeah. And we looked it up. That is supposedly a 15-gallon fuel cell. Like I double-checked it like on other calculators online. What does it online. hold? Like 10 and a half maybe. Whoa. Really? Maybe. Like if it's on empty, 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 I can yeah. usually – I usually never put more than eight or nine in it when it's like low. Yeah. And I think the other day, yes, or yesterday, coming back from Dupont Cabin, I think I got <laughs> ten and a half gallons in it. Yeah, that's crazy. And and then I put the rest in my fuel can. But I just don't want to carry a big old floppy fuel tank. Like I want mm. something secured. Yeah. That you just don't you just don't see it. It's gone. Dude, it's, just flipping a switch. Yeah. God, that'd be awesome. Yeah. The only thing that would suck would be if you well you'd have to make sure if it's five gallon you'd have to make sure you're way below half a tank. 
so that it will absolutely hold yes. five gallons. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you well, I, I could wait till I'm at like a quarter. <clears throat> yeah. You know, or I could, I don't know. And then every time you fill up, I kick that on and rotate that gas out of there frequently. Yeah. How are yeah. you going to fill it? You going to have another filler next? That's the thing. I, it needs to be somewhere kind of accessible. So I, I don't know. You could always cut a door in the floor if you had mm-hmm. it underneath, a little flip up door. That's awesome, dude. That's a fucking, that's a great idea. It's so much easier. And then yeah. you're not wasting all the money on the one you have. Exactly. Because hmm. I do, I have like a special one that's for, uh, I think it's for a TJ specifically because of the, it uses a JK pump. So it needs like the sandwich plate and all this stuff from Motobuilt. Yeah. So it's, I can't really just sell it to anyone to use because it's only designed for one pump. Right. Yours is adjustable, right? Like the pressure is, or you buy a pump that's the right pressure. Yeah, you can or... change the, yeah, exactly. You can change the pump. Um, yeah, exactly. My mm-hmm. my outside is the exact same thing with internal pumps that are different. And that ring fits a whole bunch of different types of pumps. Yeah. So it's very universal for sure. Yeah, I definitely wish I could, if I had 20 gallons of fuel or like you, 19 or whatever, I think, uh-huh. I think that is so ideal. 10? Dude, every time we go somewhere, I'm like, uh, you know, when am I going to? It's always on my mind to get gas. Yeah. It would be nice to be if you had like 30. You yeah. know what I mean? Other than the weight. but Exactly. My problem now is that's, I can- That's 250 pounds. I'm an idiot. I put I put a regular locking cap on it yeah. <laughs> and not a screw type cap. So yeah. it, it pisses out everywhere. But if I filled it all the way to the top, dude, it'll probably hold it all. But I have to leave the top inch empty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So otherwise just it just spills it, everywhere. If you get right to the trail- after you like, if you get to the trail within a couple miles, yeah, and you lean it sideways, it's, it's everywhere. Gonna, it's all going to leak out. Yep. and that happens. Like when we go to Table Mesa, I only fill it three quarter mm-hmm. to three quarter because otherwise, I know right away we're because we're going to be in Table Mesa in a few minutes. So, but you did you ever fix your or are you going to fix your fuel line routing? Remember your vent routing yeah. was funky. I uh, do. Uh, it's on the list, okay. but I haven't fixed it. No, I think that'll solve a lot of your fuel smell coming out of the issues. cap. Yeah, because once that clogs up, it shits out the cap. Plus, the cap's just super generic, dude. <laughs> I got two things I got to do. <clears throat> Maybe I'll do them at the same time. Is My radiator, the lower port, mm-hmm. comes up at this crazy-ass weird angle, and I want that cut off and come. I want it to come straight out. Okay. And I'm debating whether or not I should try that or not. You know what I mean? To re-weld it? Yeah. I don't know yet. Because I'd be welding on top of a weld. Yeah. I think it would work. I could. I don't know yet. Would, but, you, um, would you do it if it was steel? Would you weld yeah. on top of a uh, weld? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah, but the steel's super poor. So this totally, is TIG, and it's totally aluminum. Safe. So I did all those practices with the aluminum, but every time I start and stop, those Ooh. two ends cracked, and I oh. could never get it to stop cracking. So, What if you overlapped oh, them like an inch? Yeah. And and um, I just got to practice more yeah. and practice till I get no more cracks. Yeah, you're right. The Doing it right would be correct. I've been TIGing a lot, though, lately, so That's just awesome. for fun. It's, it's awesome. Nice. So you get down there. You would, was it 14 hours you said yesterday? Yeah. So I left here at 7 in the morning because yeah. it's clear across town to meet up. So it was about an hour drive. Yeah. And then I didn't get home till like 9. Holy shit. Because I wasn't even in Globe till like 7, 7.30. And it's 120 miles or something. It was like, cold too, man. You, so yeah, were you cold? No, no. Or are you good? You have but I mean, I can roll my windows up. I got the heater. Yeah. And I, I mean, there's some air cruising around in the cab. But I mean, I just, I just wear a jacket. And I, you know, my feet are nice and warm. I had my shoes off. Really? Damn. Yeah, because I get so. How'd the Jeep warrant run? Good. Yeah, flawless, no issues. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, yes, the Jeep ran flawless, no issues. But it, you know, it's got like these. Once in a while, it has like a clunk, a thing, oh, like yeah. you know. But that's every Jeep, I think. <clears throat> I think. Yeah. The yeah. backfire. 
<laughs> a backfire that's no joke. Classic Max. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, um, yeah, it, it runs really great. I, I do still think that um, my transfer case chain it has is a little bit stretched because mm. I still get like I know you said you get this too, but like it's almost like when when I'm especially in four low. When I am in the gas, it's fine. But when I like, come in and out of the gas, I get like a uh, 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 like like a delay of like energy transfer, you know. Yeah. Or so I, th- I think I'm gonna take the transfer case and apart. And you didn't have that with the JK. No, but it was also automatic. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. So there's like some there's some fluff in some how cush. you feel, you know. Like now everything's like gear driven in the stick shift. Yeah, I totally would not take it out apart. I forgot oh. your manual as well. It's yeah. very common to feel that in a manual because you're feeling the teeth. But it's, it's also common that the chains stretch, mm. and I have one. Mm. I How would you be able to tell? Oh, you have a chain. I have a new. I bought a new one already. Oh yeah, so two, do it just two. for fun. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to hang them both on a hook. And usually it's only like this much, but I guess that's a ton yeah. in, in a transfer case. <laughs> this much, so a quarter inch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Here we are. Would be um, like a, quite a bit of stretch. That's cool. Other than taking it out would suck, but. Yeah. I wish I felt the same way about that. You ought to see me try to get my shit out. It is. I can't believe. What else? Hold on. Before we go into my oh. updates, I do have a. I can't believe how I built some of this crap. You know what yeah. I mean? Like janky or just no. com- complicated to to re- to get back into? Or? I definitely was not looking at future maintenance of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's easy to. So, for instance, I was trying to take the winch plate off, right? Mm-hmm. So I can get to it, move the steering box forward. Oh, you didn't weld your winch plate in? Hmm, it's bolted on. <laughs> So the uh, but it's I, bolted. Mine's welded. Is it? <laughs> oh, so you, and bolted. See that'd be worse. So, but I do. I'm trying not to undo all the wires. So I so none of my shit is quick connect. Like yeah, I'm no. going. Why did I not make all this easy to come apart? You know what I mean? So the winch is all routed through all these little fucking yeah, ports and holes. Dude, and t- <laughs> it's like holy shit to unroute. And then I have it going one side down the jeep and the other side for some reason up to the cab. And I'm like, why didn't I do all this on the same direction? <laughs> so it would be nice to have a nice plug to un- unhook it and pull that thing off. So, anyways, that turned into a nightmare. I put those little those little LED pod lights on okay. the front. I just bolted them to one of the holes that was on the plate, right? A generic hole that happened to be over one of the mounting holes. So on the, so this is driver's side. It's over the mounting hole. So I'm trying to undo the plates. I got three big-ass bolts through the frame yeah. on both sides. I can't get to the back bolt because it's under the light. So I can't get the light off because uh. the fucking power steering pump is in the way. So the power steering <laughs> pump has to come off to get the light off when I literally could have just made a little stand yeah. and put a bolt on, on top. Like dumb stuff like that. Yeah. But what, do you think you'll take the time to do it now Yeah, the right time? Yep. Or in the end, will you kind of just hurry up and get it done and it really depends on time yeah. but i've been jamming out there i've been spending like three hours a day minimum oh good and, and moving you That's know what huge. i mean so the uh and every time i get stuck on something i just move to something else you know what i mean so but it was a total nightmare um i do have a i have a i do stare at it an awful lot you know what mm-hmm. i mean trying to figure out how to do it so on my stories so i i have to move the steering box forward i could probably get away with a quarter of an inch so i actually if you saw what I had going on, I have this plate stacked on top of the outside of the frame. Yeah. So I cut that plate off all gingerly with a with a freaking cutoff wheel, right? And a chisel, knock the plate off, and I'm only gaining a quarter of an inch, <laughs> right? Forward. And I'm like, that could kind of do, kind of do. And it, but I have everything apart, knowing yeah. how hard it is to get it all back together and yeah. back apart. So I was like, you know what? So I stared at it for like a half hour and I just went, fuck it. I'm gonna cut the frame out and make it to where I have play like two or three inches like, yeah. i got a lot of room to mess with otherwise i'm just shooting myself in the foot and yep. something's going to be wrong so 
I started to do that, but I have, there's so many things that I did to those front corners to make it fatter or make it stronger. So anyways, I ended up breaking out the plasma cutter. It had a leak. I took the time to fix the leak. Why anybody would use a torch? I have oxyacetylene versus a plasma cutter. I've had that plasma cutter for four years. Yeah, we rarely ever, it didn't work right for a long time. Yeah, all the way up till yesterday. Yeah. Like it always had this weird air leak, right? And I couldn't figure the air leak out, but I finally took it apart and then super fucking easy to fix. It was it was literally free. Cost me nothing to fix it. I had the parts there and and that's it. Anyway, it it cuts like friggin' butter, bro. That's awesome. It is so good. And I don't see me ever using a cutoff wheel again, to be honest. Damn. <laughs> if yeah. if I can, you know what I mean? Aside from, you know, the grinding it up. But the plasma cutter is the way to go. So my next gig now is I want to make a stand so that thing's accessible all the time and ready oh, to go. So because it's just can it's you, so much. Would easier. you do a bigger welding cart so you can have like your welder, your plasma, and like? I am thinking of that. Yeah, that cart I have is super janky anyway, and the wheels are about to bend off. So <laughs> bend off. Yeah, they're like super cheap and they're they're folding because before I filled the cracks in, you know, <clears throat> I'd be oh. booking it across and bend <laughs> it, and it yeah. would just slap over. But yeah, it's it's um, it's crazy how much stuff affects the other thing yeah so there's so many little things that i want to fix i want to fix the the radiator has always been attached to the grill and i think that the grill flexes and that's causing the cracks in the radiator sometimes and the leaks and shit mm-hmm. even though this new one is working yeah, way, this is way your, better what, fourth radiator fourth one yeah but i went to a different one i went to one that wasn't glued together okay so and it's it's worked fantastically but i'm looking at it and i'm going why don't i just build two little standoffs mm-hmm. and so this the thing stand alone in itself you know what i mean it stays on the frame like I can make it so much better now that I have, I've gotten more fab skills over the years. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could build a better design. Oh, big time! And it'll give me almost almost a full two inches more up travel doing this way. Really, your radiator sits in the way of your up travel. My radiator mount does. I, oh, for some mount. reason, I have a dumbass mount that comes off the grill, off the grill, down two inches, across two inches, and up, and makes a little <laughs> flat thing. And it's bolted through here. Like, yeah, <clears throat> makes no sense. So it goes down across. Then back up to the same height yep. to hold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so nice. stupid, dude. Nice. <laughs> it's totally stupid. And then, uh, and then, um, dude, I could probably shave 20 pounds by remaking the fan shroud. 20 or 30 pounds at least. I know. I helped you make it, right? Yeah. And, or one of them in, in initially. Yeah. And it's like fully plated. The thing is massive, Or bro. was it aluminum too? No, it's no? 16 gauge steel, steel, but it's heavy, dude. I was like, damn. Yeah. This yeah. Shave some weight off. Yeah. I'm you, need to, aluminum. you need to take the sprung weight down. And increase your unsprung weight. Yeah, get it. That's better. Super floppy. Oh yeah, 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 no, yeah. The he- sprung heavy, weight needs to come heavy down. Heavy axle, light body. That's right. You're right. Oh, God. damn. <laughs> All right, just kicking. <laughs> I just sli- I slipped off the fucking bar stool. Sorry. Nice. That was wicked. Yeah. So I have it all apart. Um, Are you gonna make the um, New Year's? Isn't there like a party? Like a little Jeep run on? Um, First of January, uh, yeah, I definitely won't make that. Oh no, that's not a. No, so your your three weeks has already turned into five. Well, yeah, dude. There's, I'll be I'll be pushing the limit at the end of January to make the. Oh, the like end that. of January. Yeah, it's well because when I first did, I'm just like you said, I'm fixing all the stupid yeah, little things that yeah. I didn't know even existed. But that's good. It's good to, like, you have it apart and and take I'm, the time to not hate it later. Yeah, know, like, and like the brackets, you know, like when I did the back. I cut a few brackets off and got tired of grinding, so I just painted it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so people look at it and they're like, "Ooh, this is hacky <laughs> shit." 
and I don't want to do that. So yeah. I'm I'm cleaning everything up. That's what takes the most of the time, dude. Is mm-hmm. just cleaning up all the old brackets. I sit in there going when you're like, yeah, me and Chris will come over. You know, I'm sure Chris will help you grind. Yeah. And then uh, it was funny that anyway, you all volunteering Chris to do it. And I was like, ah, oh, I got everything all cleaned off. I wasn't even close, dude, to the uh-huh. amount of shit that has to come off. And then because I so I basically right now have a clear bottom. The That's whole frame awesome. is flat. So yeah, but you had a bunch <clears throat> of stuff out there from your. Um, Leaf springs, yeah, like the hangers, the all, like I'm sure tons of weird stuff was just. Dude, and when I built it, I did not build it to be weak. It yeah. is fucking built yeah, like well, it's, it's never falling apart. Oh so. my god! Did you see how far? I don't know if it came for some reason. My video got cut off oh. on Instagram, but there, you know that my tow hook, that big ass one inch rough stuff tow hook, uh-huh. that thing is tweaked, bro. Whoa! Yeah, and it is welded in. It's welded. Do you think clean? That's through. from someone pulling you out, or you pulling someone? Like, oh. It's got to be a side pull. Yeah. It's a side pull, but I don't know. It could have been either one. So, But it must have been someone pulling off your Jeep side pull. Yeah. Because you wouldn't oh, yeah, well, winch. Yeah. It'd have to be um, somebody pulling me. I had to have been stuck, but I can't remember ever being stuck that bad on that side that would pull it towards the driver. But it's crazy off, dude. Like, really? Yeah. And it, you, I, put a, I put an angle or you know the, yeah. the 90 thing next to it, and it's fucking big old curve in it. Damn. But the welds didn't break. All the welds were good. That's awesome. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. So th- maybe these aren't as strong as I actually thought they were. Yeah, but well, aren't they three-quarter inch thick? Dude, they're one inch thick. Oh, one inch? Yeah, they're huge. They're Damn. massive. But um, And they go all the way through a two-by-four, a two-by-four, 188 yeah. wall, and then has a big quarter-inch plate on the back that's rosette welded. Yeah. And then I welded it to the plate and slid it through the bumper, welded the plate to the back, and then welded the face. That's awesome. It was cool. And before <laughs> I... Before I actually put the bumper on the frame, I was able to get into it from inside the tube and weld down on the inside yeah. of the back. On that one plate side. That, that's sitting inside the tube? Yeah. That's the, awesome. The bulkhead and shit. So, like, yeah. it's But makes it incredibly hard to fix. I almost contemplated just cutting the frame rails off yeah. and sleeving it and doing that, you know. Then I thought, mm, I could You're going to keep your... Um, the the front of the frame is going to be the same length, right? You're not yeah. shortening that back at all. Mm-hmm. You're just extending the axle out a couple inches. Yeah. So right like, now, again, it keeps changing. I don't know why, I and mean, I don't know if it's just because I got the links too short, or I don't know what what happened. But at one point, I have I basically am trying to put the tires right flat mm-hmm. against the face. So a ninety degree approach angle. It should go up. It yeah. Or close. Yeah. It'll be damn close. Yeah. So yeah, because um, you used to have like two inches. Qu- Oh, that's inches. it? Yeah, it wasn't very much oh. with the 40s or 39s. Maybe it just because of your leaf spring mount also hung down. Yep. Maybe it looked so aggressive. So here's the know? problem I'm dealing with this on that is now the steering box will be under the winch plate. So I had to lower it before it was up behind mm, it. It was super it's protected. Exposed. Yeah, so that whole bottom can. So I'm going to build, and that piece of the frame is way weaker now because I cut half of it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Perfect. So I'm going to bulkhead that, go in, and then I'm probably going to take quarter inch plate and plate a base on the bottom you know like yeah. a cover on the yeah. bottom and it'll I, be i know protected. they make them for tjs i think tjs or yjs have the steering box on the outside and low yeah on the in front yeah chris and, has got it too i think buyer oh he does i've seen his out maybe he had it on one of his no his is like mine his is inside the frame oh hmm. i don't know anyway so yeah that's the plan going around that it sucks though because i like it to be equal like yeah. look the same on both sides you know but oh well you got to protect it yeah oh you have <clears> to <throat> Imagine that, crushing it and just blowing all the fluid out. And dude, the way that that bumper smashed already, you know, like all the, <laughs> you could tell it's been hit a million times. Yeah. I definitely hit that first. So, but if your tires are also <clears throat> at a ninety degree, you might not hit it as yeah, much. True. Well, so I should I mean, be able to when I roll in at an angle. I should be able to get the tire first every time now. 
you know, a hell of a lot more. Nice. Hmm. Cool. I'll be curious if it wheels better. It so better you'll, wheel you'll better. be done in two weeks. Mm-mm. Do you have all the parts? Uh, is everything ordered? And- no. So I called Jason. I told him I kind of want my ARB instead. You know, I know that. I don't know. I just want him to match okay. versus the locker for UConn right. versus ARB. And oh, you're going to get a zip locker. That's what the original quote has, you know. But I did get with him. He's going to give me a price. He's a dealer with him too, so that's cool. And then if it's, I looked them online, and they're the same prices online. I, you can get, mm. They're both almost, you know, Ziplocker used to be a couple hundred bucks cheaper. Yeah. And now it's not, and all these kits are all the exact same. It's literally within a dollar. So if I can still get the same, you know, awesome buddy-buddy discount, <laughs> right? If it's comparable to the same price that we got, then I'll go with ARB, and then uh, that's all I'm waiting for. Like, then I'm yeah. going to go meet him, give him some money, and let's get these parts here. And that's for your Dana 60, 35 yeah. spline, yeah. the works. You're not doing 40. Spline inners. I did look into it, but I didn't. <laughs> no. The only thing I haven't really decided yet is, do you save up a few more bucks and go with the RCV axle instead? Ooh. But uh, yeah. Oh no. But Dana sixty RCVs are like twenty six hundred bucks, huh? Yeah, twenty four. But and what are chromoly axle shafts like regular? Well, ones? if you put good joints in it, you're at like fifteen. You know what I mean? Oh, it's a thousand dollars difference. I know, but thousand bucks for rcvs if you looked at it that way it's too much it's too much i don't have rcvs Mm -mm. and i've i've yet to break a u-joint oh really so mine are what three years old they they were in the jk those same u-joints as long as you know you're not heavy in the gas when that u-joint breaks Mm -hmm. you should save those the shafts you know what i mean so not always i and you know it's a 1480 u-joint the stock dana 60 is it Mm -hmm. yeah i didn't know i i I was going to ask you that. I know it's massive. Mm-hmm. Did you see uh, Four Wheeler with Ian? He put out his their their recap of the Ultimate Adventure. Is on Motor Trend. Nuh-uh. Yeah, it's pretty dope, dude. And um, but it shows that guy breaking a U joint and then the axle or the and then wrecking the rest. The axle wipes out the ball joints. That whole thing breaks right off. Uh, that bla- that black jeep with the eagle on the hood. Yeah, but they had to drag it out. It's gnarly, dude. It's awesome. When, when does all breaks. the when is the seventh tomorrow? Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. today yeah, today's the sixth. Yeah. So tomorrow, all the Ultimate Adventure yeah. coverage starts to come out. It's probably one at, one day, right? Like the first day will come out on Monday, the second day on Tuesday, the third day on Wednesday. Dude, it's funny because Ian's like, "Yeah, I'm going to show you how to pack," and he's packing all this stuff. There's no way he packed. Like, do he put a generator in there? He put like a little generator. He put in obviously a big fridge, but he only put in like the big stuff. Doesn't show any tools, any spare parts. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's it's all looks all clean and organized. I'm like, get out, Maybe dude. Maybe bring any spare parts. I'm curious to see the actual video. I want to see how packed his Jeep is compared to the yeah. Motor Trend version of it yesterday. You're right, because the tent, sleeping bag, your clothes, backpacks, just some of your personal, like, kit yeah. for, like, a toothbrush. I mean. He did say that. He's like, um, now all I got to do is put in my camping gear and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm sure that that will be on there. And you look at it, most of the camping gear is light. But, so we can go back. You know, like his time. axles and stuff, there's no way you're carrying spare 40-spline shafts and, like... Yeah, he said, he's like, the only spare... Sometimes I, not only do I carry my spare parts, I also carry for other people. Uh, and he had these brake lines, and it was obviously a sponsor, you know? And he's like, it, I have... These, is this the four-wheeler show? Yeah. Okay. So it's a, it's good, but he's like, I have these sponsors, you know, or um, these brake lines. I carry them for... They're universal with all these other guys, blah, blah, blah. And he goes through them, and then it says, this was a sponsored spot, you know? Oh, okay. So he has those in there. But you're like, like we, I know, and we've talked to people that have been on that, and you know, like when you do, the whole thing is about packing light. It's not yeah. about bringing the whole kitchen sink. You know what I mean? So I'm just really curious to see what he actually took I'm sure versus what he took. 
So, and if someone's riding with him, their stuff's in there too. Well, he did overheat his tranny Mm -hmm. and didn't have enough transmission fluid to fix it. So maybe he didn't bring anything. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe, maybe the generator. I saw that, and while it was going on, he was posting about a little because they added either they added a transmission cooler or a second one. Oh. Like yeah. on, on, on like the side of the road in front of like an O'Reilly's or something. Yeah, he got towed into some town. He talks about it on there. It's pretty cool though, oh, but I have to go watch it after this. Yeah. It's it does it just recaps like all five days super fast. It's good though. It's nice. fun. Yeah. The um Yeah, I'm excited to see the ultimate adventure stuff. That's always like a highlight. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's just a cool trip, you know. The like the effort they put into filming it and making videos of it is it's major. Yeah. Like it's it's it is major. We never do effort like that. <laughs> well, fuck, they got a whole crew that just follows exactly. them. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like I, I was like, how do you get on there? And they said, we've been using the same crew forever, yeah. bro. Like, it's you're tight. never getting in there. And, and I was like, well, I need to go work for that guy. But, he, that, you know, he obviously does other stuff throughout the year. Yeah. But but that's right up your alley. Yeah. I would just, love it. Dude, I would a, love just it. Just do other stuff throughout the year. I know. Right? <laughs> just the one time. Uh, that's funny. No, I mean, work for him doing that other stuff. Oh, I know. I would totally do it, but yeah. I, I think they're out of Tennessee or something like that. They're out of the South somewhere. Oh. I don't know. I have no idea, but yes, I would love to. Pack that. up the family. I know. I know. Time to go to Tennessee. That's how it works sometimes. Anyway, yeah. So the Willys um, still is, I just kept taking, I thought I had everything apart, um, but I actually do now have everything apart, and I have one more frame rail to clean up, and then at, from that point on, everything is putting it back together. Do you have everything coming, at least, to mock up the whole front axle? Like I know you said you don't have an upper link yet on the pumpkin. Like yeah, all that should be handled by Wednesday, hopefully, oh. or next week. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so it's basically on the way or it's scheduled. Yeah, yeah. The big worry right now is exactly what you said, and that's getting the internals ordered mm-hmm. so they're here. I did get my Johnny joints. They showed up literally after a day. Like I, nice. they sent me. Why well, send an email saying yeah, these are all on it, back order? You said it was delayed. Yeah, I remember you saying that. And then literally they show up the next day. It's like hmm, weird. Had me all up in air, up in arms, bro. Yeah, you, you called the manager, huh? No, I didn't do anything. I just was like, just fucking relax. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have the Heims. Yeah. Build it with the Heims. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I think I said that, too. Yeah. Just mock it up with like whatever you got. Exactly. If you have matching thread old-ass joints, it'll, Nothing it'll has work. stopped me. Yet. Yeah. I've always had work to do. You haven't even gotten that far. <laughs> yeah. Well, I really... The whole... I don't know which... The, the order of the process is incredibly difficult for me to figure mm-hmm. out. Because I really need every time you move the axle, it's fucking all over the place. You got to remeasure it, put it back into the center. Yeah. Every single time, it's off center. You know what I mean? Like, and it, that's a nightmare to do alone. You know? So yeah, but you could just figure that out. You know, like let's say it's from your frame rail to the C, yeah, and just write it right on the frame rail. Yeah, and in the end, you'll just paint over it. it it's nine and a half inches. Yeah, if I can go from the frame rail to the to the yeah. kingpin bolt, is nine and a half. I I did stuff like that. Because I, I was double checking each side a hundred times. Yeah, you know? that, yeah, it's stupid. Like, it's and then, yeah, and then the slightest bump. The hardest part still. The, what's driving me crazy is I can't keep the freaking caster because when I put the steering set on, it wants to flip over. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. so I can't get Which it. Way? Like tie rod down or pump opinion down? Dude, it depends. If it wants to go tie Both? rod down, but then oh. when I go to jack it up a little bit, it tries to go tie rod up. The whole Man. thing, it, it, it's such a freaking nuisance, dude. So I really need, I think I really need the next step is to get that three-link set in there, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then the rest will sort of figure itself out. Cut a block of wood. Yeah. Where, put your axle wherever it's going to sit. Let's say, let's call it ride height. And then cut a piece of wood and like, and then like just strap something 
to the wood and like Dude. like a, like some type something that's heavy enough so it can't roll up or down and it, it's connected to the tie rod like with just junk like yeah. like a strap and like a an extra jack stand you know or like a yeah so the the problem with that is when you move it up and down that thing changes because I cut a block of wood like you know oh, like okay. a six by four or so whatever. you're moving it up and down uh, to check like full bump yeah oh, okay. just everything and I it, yeah and and it's like one time I want a measurement while it's all down the second mm-hmm. time I'm moving it because I had to stop I moved to something else now I need it back in the middle it's it's kind of a I'll definitely know a lot more when I'm done the order would and you I, would you weld from the frame like a stilt to the axle. Oh uh, yeah, I wouldn't like, be opposed like, to that. Yeah, just like so it doesn't at, move at, either at full bump or at ride height. Yeah, and then you just build it from there. Once it gets the once I get see if I can get the link on, then I could dump it to full bump, and then the yeah. rest will fly. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, yeah. The only weird thing will be since you're putting a link on top of the pumpkin, if your full bump is different on both sides, uh-huh. like you'll have to have like one super low, um, yeah, bump stop, and like one that. It's, fits weird around the pumpkin area bump stop so one i have those little tiny ass jack stands like two ton jack stands they're really dinky one one and a quarter <laughs> yeah and they they won't reach full bump so i have yet ah. to get it to full bump you know i need to cut more wood so i could stack them on wood and then you're trying you know again i'm lifting it with one hand and scooting shit with the <laughs> yeah. other it's a nice. real pain in the ass because if i use the jack it wants to roll yep. and then i was just like i had no idea it was that difficult to be maneuvering all this stuff i don't remember having that many issues oh, with doing dude. that it's just been a nightmare and then um yeah, so I have yet to get it actually at full bump. I don't even know what it is. So these coilovers, though, are the exact same length, open and closed, of my old shocks. Yeah. So I, I still had to cut the hoops off because I wanted to change them anyways. But um, I didn't like the way the – it was a nightmare. Are you going to rebuild them on square, two-inch square? No, it'll be all two, <laughs> which I don't have that steel. I got to go get some steel. So I thought you had it all for your links. I do for the links, but not for the shock hoops. Oh, I don't have any more of that. Oh, I need yeah. inch and a half. I definitely don't have enough to build hoops either. Yeah. I got like shore pieces, but you probably need like four or five foot, right, to bend. Yeah, like a good, and I need um, to. I got to fix the bender. <laughs> I got to um, take the jack off and uh, rebleed it and all that stuff. It. Yeah, it should be okay though. Yeah, the um, it, it just sucked because I sheared that um, rubber plug off while I was sitting. It, it must have got bumped one of the times. Yeah, I, it's just doing the thing, you know, getting there mm-hmm. to do it. That's all. But no real, I mean, the other thing is just the freaking sheer mess of grinding everything. And and be really careful. Don't, there's that little rubber plug that holds the oil into the cylinder thing. Yeah. Don't shear that off again. They take like a week or two to get here. Yeah. From, from. Just order two or three of those bad boys and have them on hand. But I didn't think they would break. Like, I didn't think that was a thing to look out for. That comes from it not being clamped, right? Yeah. And it's sliding. Yep. Because I had it out. Move that fucker back. It had an issue. It was leaking. Originally, and so I got a new plug, which the plug was damaged. So I, I got all that out, put it back in, and I didn't tighten it because I wasn't using it yet. You know, and oh, I wanted yeah. to set it all up, and then I bumped it while it wasn't tight, and it just sheared the freaking the rubber off. And yeah, what a mess! Frustrating, but but you're right. Yeah, but they're also like, you know, I mean, six seven bucks, which yeah. is not really a lot of money. No, but it, but why buy three, four, or five of them if you just pay attention? Yeah. Exactly. So that, and then I keep I keep going back to, I want to finish all the grinding and get everything cleaned up so it's a good mm-hmm. fresh frame, and then and there's a there's a lot where the I had that lower piece of the frame where the the bottom of the steering box used to bolt to I added that little two by two on the oh, bottom. Yeah. Well, when I plasma cutted that off, that shit was so welded on there like it, it's got overlaps everywhere. So I have 
I'm just trying to round the edges of that thing now because that <laughs> it basically cut the top layer off and it's still there, but I have to make it look good. You know what I mean? Jeez. So it's just laying on your back under a grinder, yeah. grinding like a mad dog. So and it's just making a mess. I want to clean everything. Yeah. Now my table <clears throat> that I'm going to weld on has got so many tools on it that I can't even see it. So it, I, I'm back to where I got to yeah. just take a time to clean. You know how it goes every day. Yeah. It's easy to make a mess when you got the whole Jeep torn apart. Yeah. And you can just close the garage. When I did it in the two-car garage when I first built it, I had no choice but to clean it up because it didn't fit. So I was forced uh-huh. to clean it every single day and put everything back into work. I had to take everything to the driveway. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. So Damn. Now I just roll the bike out. Damn, I can't believe you're not going to be done till the end of January. Who knows? That is slacker talk. Hmm. Dude, okay. If Way you, more work if you than say, I thought it was going to be. But if you say you're doing, let's say you're roughly doing three hours a day. Today's what? December 6th. So if you go till January 6th, that's 30 days. I've been fortunate. I haven't touched it today. So So. let's say 36 January. Let's just add 50 days. Okay. Times 350 hours. You you think you're going to work on it for 150 hours? No. I mean, obviously, there'll be parts that go forward faster. Like all the welding and stuff like that, that all go in. Yeah, you'll cruise once I'm you're... figuring it out right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it takes time. And it takes, honestly, the most time-consuming piece is cleaning it up. Yeah. That's 100 hours. So then you got 50 hours of welding. Dude, I had to take all the lights out because they fucking don't unbolt somehow. The lights had to come out, <laughs> cut the wires. And I got wires I got to put back together because some reason they're all hardwired. There's no plugs on them. Like, I, I did a lot of things going, what in the world was I thinking, yeah. dude? So it made it... Work it all worked and was good it made sense at the time but it doesn't make any sense right now yeah yeah so. well not because it's, it's a nuisance now yeah it's just like how Vern was saying when you to get to the top the top bell housing bolt you have to lift it yeah. lift the engine pull the engine mounts out drop the engine to get to that bolt like it doesn't make any sense was that on his deranged rover or on his new build the S10 that oh the S10 oh that one yeah yeah Quite yeah nice. that's it so hey man yeah. how, how many hours you got left today of Jeep work. I'm not going to make any Jeep work today, oh, I don't no. think. It's, a, it's the Lord's Day. I got to prep for oh. prep for the week, mm. for the shoot. The Lord, oh, it's the Lord's Day. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that's the easier answer. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. On that note, you got anything else? Keep it simple. Right. Remind <laughs> Mike, everyone in the comments, remind Mike to, to keep it simple. I got to change my stickers, bro. <laughs> keep it complicated. It should add a gun yeah. <laughs> to my head. You know, Make it extra hard. Yeah, there's nothing uh, about it simple good. anymore. So. <laughs> oh well that's it cool man see you guys thanks don't forget to like subscribe